0: To We Fish ASA, the best on fishing show on the radio or the internet in the entire USA. I'm Steve Sarley, my partner's Dave Kranz. We Fish ASA is always pleased to offer you conversation with the most interesting, the most informative, the most entertaining, as well as some of the biggest names in the world of fishing. We Fish ASA is brought to you by the proud industry members of the American Sport Fishing Association. In particular, St. Croix, the best drives on Earth. Calcutta, makers of a line of products that fit your fishing lifestyle and passion. And Daiwa, we've got your bass covered. Boy, we sure do. Daiwa Reels. We Fish ASA presents a new episode of our one-hour podcast each and every week. Available 24-7 wherever you get your podcasts. Including our website, wefishasa.com. We Fish ASA is produced by our executive producer, Mr. Brad Nierman from Berserk Productions. He's down in Land O'Lakes, Florida. Hey there, Brad. How you doing? On today's show, we welcome a surprise on the first segment. Dan Johnson will be with us today. Let's see who Dave Kranz has on board to help out with the first segment. Always interesting to be surprised. We're also going to visit with Jonathan Johns, he owns a company called Bass Breaks. Bass Breaks, a new invention that really is unbelievable. Here, Mr. Jonathan Johns, talk about his great new invention. And I get to visit with one of the best young fishermen around, Mr. Patrick Walters. We're gonna talk about everything, including the big win he had in the NPFL event. Down in Santee Cooper, his home body of water down in South Carolina. He doesn't need to fish at home. This guy can fish anywhere. He also just had a nice showing on the Bassmaster Elite event on the Sabine River in Texas. We'll talk to Patrick Walters about both of those events. But first, let's hand off to Dave Kranz. Dave's going to bring out a surprise from St. Croix.
1: Take it away, David. As Steve said, I am Dave Kranz, this is the We Fish ASA podcast, and this segment is always brought to you by St. Croix, the best rods on earth. Dan Johnson's on vacation, and Jesse Simpkins, vice president of marketing, is happy to fill in for him. He's done it before. Welcome to the program, Jesse.
2: Well, thanks for having me, Dave. I really appreciate it. You know, I always have to play second fiddle to Dan on this particular show. He does such a great job. (laughs) <laughs> um you know he loves the brand he's so engaged in the industry um but i'm happy to be here
1: oh not second fiddle at all jesse's been on if you remember the name uh, to our listeners he's been on before because he is a past president of the american sport fishing association i have to add that i thought he did a great job when he was there and uh happy to always interview especially talking about st croix
2: well thank you and uh yeah my time uh with asa has been uh wonderful um it's the very least you know you know how we are uh we you, you're you included dave uh, we love to give back to an industry that we feel has given us so much uh to ensure that the future of the industry is strong for all the other anglers that are going to be here 10 15 50 years from now
1: absolutely and uh definitely uh Definitely like that. 50 years from now, aren't we coming up on a special anniversary for St. Croix?
2: Well, we are in our 75th anniversary this year. Yeah. Right? 2023 is the 75th anniversary of handcrafting St. Croix rods, and we've been doing it right here in Park Falls for 72 of them. Um, it's just an amazing milestone for us. And um, we're just so proud uh, to have this great American brand be located here and to continue on to deliver the anglers
1: what they need to really enjoy angling. Absolutely. And you got a customer appreciation uh, coming up here pretty quick. And uh, uh, that's a yeah, great two event.
2: Weeks away, Dave. Isn't that um, you crazy? Know, so yeah. It's always the Saturday before Father's Day, and this year it's June 17th, um, and we're really looking forward to You know, it is, as I said, the 75th anniversary, so we've got a couple of special things planned. Um, you know, we've got uh, Legend Elite rods, which are, you know, some of our finest rods that we craft here, and we took four of them, four different ones, um, an Alleg- an Elite, a Legend Elite spinning, a Legend Elite casting, A legend elite muskie and a legend elite panfish rod. We made one hundred of each of one model with a special seventy fifth anniversary logo and decal, and there there comes with a um, a letter signed by um, uh, the the family that runs the business, um, you know the Schluter family. That comes with it, and it's just really special. It's It's something that we felt we could do for the anglers that were special for the 75th to commemorate
1: it. Absolutely. Um, But,
2: of course, in addition to, you know, rods like that, the deals, right? You know, amazing deals on retired rods and B-stock rods. And this is both in person here in in Park Falls and on um, the factory store website. And, you know, there's only two times a year that we ever sell B-stock rods online, and it's Customer Appreciation Day, and at the holiday. Um, otherwise, you have to come here to Park Falls in order to be able to take advantage of that. We
1: wanted to do something special. No, um, that's Plus, great. seminars. Top pros are coming in
2: uh, for you know musky, bass, walleye, panfish. Uh, you know they're going to be here. Um, there's casting demonstrations, and we'll, we'll we'll instruct you on how to learn to throw a baitcaster if you want to, or a fly rod if you want to. Um, it's a full day for the family, and it's just a wonderful event. I'm so proud to be able to give back to the anglers that have given us so very much.
1: Yeah, and it's a great time of year to be up in the Northwoods, up there in Park Falls. Don't just go for the day. Make sure you schedule a couple days either side, because the fishing is pretty amazing up there, isn't it? Fishing's been off the hook
2: lately, Dave. Um, I had one of the most epic topwater bites that I've ever had. Actually, I hate to say it. I had two separate incidents that were epic topwater bites. At one point, um, I had found these fish, and seven casts in a row, I had hooked one up that was three and a half to four and a half pounds. Wow. Seven casts in a row. Um, I, I started bringing the fish in, and I looked behind it, and there were ten following. It, hmm. it was amazing. It was. It's one of those things that are kind of, You kind of pinch yourself when it happens, but, you know, us as Anglers, if we ever get into that situation, you know you just have to enjoy it to
1: the fullest. Yes, you do. With old smallmouth? All smallmouth. All smallmouth. Yeah, they do that, and they school like that. Uh, Did you have any trying to take the bait away from the others? uh...
2: They were were more interested in just following them in. I think that if I would have soaked it a little bit longer, somebody may have tried to take it from them, but... uh, it was just so exciting, and you know, it's we've got so many great lakes up here. Uh, you know, the North Woods is full of lakes to be able to fish and enjoy yourself. Um, you know, it's, it's, we are we are blessed to be up here in this area.
1: You you are. It's a wonderful place to be, and uh, um, people need to get up there. The Saturday this, that's is the seventeenth, I believe. Correct.
2: That is correct. It starts at seven a.m. and it runs till three p.m. Uh, at least in person, online it goes uh, for the rest of the evening. Um, and, and we really uh, ask that anybody who wants to be engaged in this, come either, like I said, in person or online. We're even streaming our seminars, right? So it doesn't matter where you are. If you want to learn from these experts on a specific thing for muskie or bass or walleye or panfish, come and watch these seminars. They're going to be
1: wonderful. Yep, absolutely. And if you don't make it up that weekend or uh, participate online, you know, try to get there sometime. I I think everybody has to uh, go and see the factory, see the factory store at some point in their life, especially if they've been using St. Croix their whole lives and have never got up there.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, I I always tell people, if you're anywhere within an hour of Park Falls, Wisconsin, and you're here um, for an extended period of time, please, please. Put in for a factory tour. If you've never seen handcrafting of rods uh, before, it'll change your idea on fishing rods. I guarantee it. It's really special.
1: <laughs> it is, and you know what? I walked out of that uh, the, when I went through the factory tour. I walked out of there. And I thought, how could I ever buy any other rod after seeing the passion that every person has that's making them? As you go through the station, it may be a real estate, it may be winding guides, you know, making blanks. There, But every single person was so interested in telling you about their specific job. That passion resonates through the whole company, and you will have a hard time ever buying another rod if you go through it. I would
2: agree, you know, and you talk about passion. I talk about it also as a sense of pride. Each one of these people are proud to be uh part of a, a company and brand that brings the best rods on earth things across
1: the world. And, and talk about being proud. Look at all the uh the anglers now. You're you guys are doing BASS open uh, uh sponsorship with that. What what does that mean to St. Croix and the family?
2: Well, you know, we were fortunate enough to have the opportunity to partner with Bass two years ago to be the sponsor for the Opens, um, and you know, we've been mostly known as a Upper Midwest kind of walleye spinning rod, musky rod company for years, right? It's part of our heritage, and we're not going to shy away from that. But we also made some amazing bass rods, and felt this was the best way to get into the minds of the anglers across the country was to work with the folks at BASS and get that done. And uh, it's been wonderful. It's, um, we actually show up at every single event for registration. We have uh, a tent set up um, at every single weigh-in. So anglers, no matter where they are, can come to us, ask us questions about rods, actually put them in their hands, and we've got two racks full of bass rods for them to use Um, And being engaged in this has really helped us connect with those anglers right where they live. Um, It's been wonderful. I personally have attended four of them and had a chance to interact with anglers from across the country and the questions that they ask and how they they understand the rod building process and, and, and the value of it. And then of course, you know, but the rods that are built in, uh, here in Park Falls in the U.S. are, are really resonating super strong. Um, and BASS, right, is just one of the partners that we have in bass fishing. We also work with the team at uh, MLF. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a big partner with the Student Angling Federation, who's going to hold their championship in lacrosse later this year. You know, that's going to be wonderful to be part of. Uh, and, of course, we have literally hundreds of high school and college uh, teams that are part of our program that take advantage of it. And if you are, you know, you have or you are a student angler somewhere in the country and you want to be part of the St. Croix program, just send us an email at marketing at com. We'll send you back the process in order a... Um, to how you can order them and get through uh, as part of the team. Uh, Excellent. It's been tremendous for us in being able to engage the anglers from across the country, from anywhere from the guys on the ground floor all the way to the top tier pros. You know, we've got some great open anglers right now. Um, chad grigsby bobby landham uh ken uh middlestad and then trey mckinney is just
1: a rock star he certainly is and uh, you got he's an up-and-comer and remember that name people trey mckinney and jesse i always appreciate having you on june 17th park falls wisconsin get there or go on st Croix's uh webpage. you can live stream like jesse said those seminars do it it's awesome thanks again for being on the podcast i truly appreciate it Really a pleasure. Thank you. No problem. That was Jesse Simpkins, Vice President of Marketing for St. Croix, the best rods on earth. They always sponsor this segment. The Wee Fish ASA podcast will be right back after these messages.
0: Rule your water.
2: What's the best and easiest way to catch fish? Well, that's simple. Keep our waterways clean and free of litter. You know, tossing your worn out lures in the lake is not a winning move. Pitch them in the trash. Do your part and join me. Visit KeepAmericaFishing.org and pledge to pitch it.
1: Welcome back to the We Fish ASA podcast. I am Dave Kranz and this segment is brought to you by Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those With a passion for the outdoors, I always like to say everybody I get to interview on this segment has a passion for the outdoors, and my next guest certainly does, but he has a passion to make innovative things for the fishermen, and uh, you guys are going to find this really interesting. I'd like to welcome Jonathan Johns. He is the owner and inventor of Bass Breaks. Welcome to the program, Jonathan. And yes, sir, thank you for having us. Uh, excellent. So this product's called Bass Breaks, but originally it was a, a crappie tool, correct?
3: Yes, sir, that, that's how it originated. We were crappie fishing, yes, sir.
1: And, and so this, uh, I, I see the photo, I read the press release. Um, this is, you're putting trolling motors on the back of power poles, uh, is there? Uh, C- correct. Yes, sir, we make some brackets that, that, that'll uh, allow
3: you to attach uh, uh, you know, your trolling motors to your power poles and then uh, that way you can let them down and up with ease uh, at any time point when you're fishing and uh, uh, basically you just let them down in the water so far and you just kind of, you know, drag them along behind you and uh, you have a foot switch up there at the front when you're, you know, out out fishing there and, you know, if you want to stop or uh, back up or whatever, you just kind of lay your foot on that switch and it turns the trolling motors on and, and uh, everything else works, you know, it just Allows you to
1: control your boat. Uh, uh, you know, just great. Yeah. yeah, we we always wonder what the next idea is. What's the next yeah. new invention? And 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 this has come about because of forward-facing sonar, correct?
3: That, that, exactly. Yes, sir. that's right. It, and, uh, and, uh, you know, and and you know, and then you say it originated as bass. I mean, as a uh, crappie fishing. But you know, we we got to thinking that uh, you know how these guys fish these docks and um, different things. How you can you know, as far as us crappie fishing, we, we pull up into some structure like trees or stumps or whatever. We can just pull right up in there and fish them, and then just back straight out. You know, um, and then it, it just it just allows save so much time as far as the
1: tournament goes wise and. Um, you know, less less water disturbed is you know better the fishing. <laughs> yeah, and it, if you're 18 or 20 feet away from the front of the boat and you're fishing in front of there, that um, you can't do that with a, with spotlock. You're you're going to disturb, no disturb it.
3: You're going to you're going to blow it. Yeah, If you turn that front trolling motor around, you're going to blow water toward the fish and very possibly spook the fish. Um, you know, and, and two, when the wind we noticed it really works well when the wind is pushing you towards something. You're fishing away and the wind is pushing you toward it, you can just lay your foot on that button and turn them proto motors on and it will actually hold you back away from whatever you want to you know, it will it, it'll, it'll hold you there too, you know, keep you back. Keep you back away from off of you the structure, you know. Um it's just so many uses.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Once you
3: once you play with it a little bit, I mean it's um, it's amazing what you'll be able to do with that. That boat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think of an application of, of possibly I fished uh, Major League Fishing Toyota and on the uh, St. Lawrence River, slipping that current, you could turn that boat around and slip it the other way when you had a trolling motor on the back. Yes, sir, that's right. And uh, you know, our our brackets,
3: coffee uh, uh, brake brackets, uh, allow you to use. A lot of people have paddles on their uh, on the back of their their uh, power poles also, mm-hmm. which are called drift paddles. Yeah. and uh you know that you can use them also with our product and uh if the winds blowing really hard you know you know put the put the back of the boat to the wind and let the paddles slow you down a, a good bit as you're moving around
1: and then when you get ready to stop it's so much easier just to hit that button you stop dead still yeah, no, I, I think that's, uh, it's very interesting for all types of fishing and, um, you know, bass or crappies or, or anything, really. I, I could even see applications for some of these guys that have boats that they, they trout fish on some of these rivers or things like that. Or um, It's just another tool, and we keep adding tools to our boats, and, of course, that adds to the expense of them. Uh, what, what kind of cost are these uh, right now? I know things change all the time, but what, what's the approximate cost for something like these?
3: Right now, uh, if you uh, if you just buy the brackets, and a lot of people, some people want to do their own rigging. Uh, if you buy the brackets only, they're four hundred and fifty dollars for the for the you know total brackets for both for the boat. Okay. Uh, but if if you want the total kit where we
1: we uh, supply the trolling motors that are
3: already wired and sealed up and uh, the wire and the foot switch to reach the front of the boat and all that, it's uh, for a forty pound thrust kit. It would be uh, twelve hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, uh, that's that's ready to go. You know, and most people with any kind of uh, mechanical background can uh, can install this really easily. Uh, it probably takes about an hour to install it on your boat, uh, at the most. You know, the hardest part would be pulling that wire to the front of your boat for your foot switch. Um, other than that, it uh, it mounts really really easy. comes with comes with a self instructions of how to plug the the wires are all already. Um, got ends on, where it's just plug and play. So it's uh, it's it, it's really really easy uh, to, to for a person
1: to put them on shelf instead of having to bring it to somewhere to get it installed to a boat dealer or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting, and I'm sure at some point you're thinking that these will be options that maybe will, you'll supply to boat manufacturers, or have you already? Yeah. Well,
3: we are. we we're, we're having boat dealers call more and more, uh, saying that people are ordering. People are ordering their brand new boat and saying, "Hey, look! I already want these on there when he, when I pick it up." So a lot of boat dealers are calling us now and, and ordering kits to have them at their place when 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 you know the customer's boat is uh, when he's ready to pick it up. He already wants them on
1: there. There you go. And you really need two on there for the balance. You can't do one because it would. T- oh, tw- yes.
3: yes, sir. It'll, it'll, if you have one on one side, it'll, it'll 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 actually pull the boat like crooked. Yeah, you you need both of them.
1: Yes. Yeah, which yes. make makes sense. Uh, totally makes sense. Um, it has uh, uh, how long in the crappy world has this been out before you started seeing the bass guys looking for it?
3: I, I think it's been out a while. Um, people, you, you know, people clamped them, clamped them on the back uh, different ways. Um, I, this, this, this has actually been out before I ever started making my brackets. Uh, okay. Uh, but uh, just uh, you know, these these guys got these nice uh, bass boats, fiberglass or aluminum. That, that cost a lot of money these days, lots of money. And uh, you know, and, you know, just to have it to have our brackets on the side of it, it makes it look factory made. It, it uh, you know it, it you know instead of just a trolling motor with a head sticking up on the back, you know, just clamped on, it just gives it more of a factory look. You know, uh, you have that expensive of a boat, you really want everything to look neat neat everything looks really neat like it comes straight from the factory like that um and it still functions very well as you know how people pull on the boat ramp and let your power poles down to hold your boat while they go park the truck or whatever you just still works the same way it affects it you know it, it doesn't affect you using them as, as for that too so uh, just nice to have them like i said just another another tool in the in the, in the tackle box to
1: help <laughs> no, very interesting. I saw the photos of it and it looked like they were not really that intrusive and it just like you said on a, on the back of a 20 or 21 or 22 foot bass boat it, it doesn't look like it's shouldn't be there. It, it, you already have a lot of things on the boat. Yes sir, and, and like I said, you know, going down the you don't really have to
3: have straps or anything to strap it up when you go down the highway. It don't it don't flop around. It don't cause your them, I mean, your power pole to flop or anything, it, it holds up there very nice and neat and uh, um, works very well. I mean, I, I, now that uh, I fish with them, I, I, I don't think I can fish without them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just, you know, it's just that, that much help in, in any kind of fishing, whether you're brim fishing or, or uh, catfishing or anything, you know, um, something
1: that allows you to be able to back up it when you want to is nice. or stop or whatever you know so yeah yeah um, without with like you said without blowing out the 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 brush pile or blowing out the the dock or blowing out a bed
3: yes sir you know a lot of times when we when we them fish will be running you know start swimming towards you and if they start swimming towards you you know you just kind of hit that button start backing up away from you know keeping back away from them until they settle down and catch them you know it it really helps a lot you know
1: yeah, definitely innovative and uh, very, very interesting. How do people uh find you? What, what's the easiest way for them to contact you?
3: Oh, uh, we got Facebook. Um, um, you know, at copy Breaks uh, on Facebook, and uh, um, uh you know the phone numbers on there. That's the that's the best way. You call and just you know tell us what size boat you have. Let us make a recommendation. If you know, depends on what kind of fishing you're doing. If you're trolling, if you're different different things like that. Uh, phone numbers are there. Uh, uh, the website, uh, and, uh, um, that's basically, uh, you know, that's it right now, uh, as far as we're, we're starting to do, we're going to start doing a few more, uh, like, crappie shows, like them, um, I guess you'd say, uh, fishing shows, I guess you'd say, we're going to try to do a few more of them this coming year to, to get it out there, because a lot of people really don't know about it, or no. they don't yeah. see it, they don't understand it, so, uh, uh, it really helps to go to these shows, and talk to people, and, and, and uh, because we sow more, I guess you say brackets like that. When people get, when a when a fisherman finally gets on a boat with somebody that has them, and once he sees how that works, so many phone calls we've got. Um, man, I, I fished on this boat that had crappie brakes, I gotta have some. Of them. When can I get my? Fish? You know that that that's it. Sells itself once you use it. It's it's it, that's it. Yes.
1: sir. Yes, that actually makes sense to me, and you see it in use, and you see how it helps. Uh, it's another tool that helps you catch fish, and uh, that's what we're all about. Whether it's bass or crappies or uh, catfish or trout or whatever, but to catch more fish is uh, is a gift. And uh, hey, I definitely appreciate your time, uh, Jonathan, and I look forward to uh, checking out the website, uh, your Facebook page on Crappie Breaks, and seeing more about your product and. Uh, Thanks for being on the We Fish ASA podcast.
4: Man, yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
1: Yep. No problem. That was Jonathan Johns, owner and inventor. Crappy breaks, bass breaks. Check it out, guys. This segment of the We Fish ASA podcast was brought to you by Calcutta, an outdoor company that builds gear and apparel for those with a passion for the outdoors. We will be right back after these messages. Calcutta Outdoors. From bluegill to bluefin, Calcutta Outdoors has the innovative outdoor recreational brands that consumers are looking for. We offer a wide range of trusted products from fishing rods, combos, and tackle to coolers, drinkware, outdoor apparel, and marine accessories. Calcutta Outdoors.
0: Bass anglers have heard it all when it comes to manufacturers having the best casting reel. While well, Daiwa can back it up with the Tatula SV, the Tatula SV has three key features that make it the most versatile casting reel on the market today. The SV spool is a lightweight aluminum spool, allowing for long, control, light lure casting. MAG-4Z gives you the option to set a precise casting range no matter what lure or wind situation. The Daiwa T-Wing system reduces line angle and friction when casting. Distance, control, and finesse like no other reel on the market. Tatula, the ultimate finesse long cast system designed by Daiwa. Welcome back to We Fish ASA. I'm Steve Sarley. My partner is Dave Kranz. We Fish ASA is brought to you by the proud industry members of the American Sport Fishing Association. Please help to ensure the future of fishing by visiting keepamericafishing.org. You know, if you're an industry professional of any kind, please consider joining the American Sport Fishing Association by visiting asafishing.org. Very happy to have with us uh, one of the best young fishermen around. This guy's really good. We're going to talk about what makes him so good, talk about his success and what he's going to do moving forward. Please welcome from South Carolina,
4: Mr. Patrick Walters. Hey, Patrick, how are you? Steve, thank you for having me. I'm doing fantastic, you know. Hey, things have been good. uh, I'm I'm glad to be on the show with you today. Thank you very much. You know, a couple years ago, when things were real
0: hot and heavy and major league fish was coming out and taking away a lot of the bassmaster elite anglers and, and back and forth and Bassmaster trying to get guys back I said to a guy who's uh, very well known in the industry but we'll we'll keep him anonymous for now I said I said uh, if you're a bassmaster what would you do to ensure the future uh, as far as the ranks of top professionals go and he says I, I would he said I would call Patrick Walters and tell him whatever you want, we'll give it to you because we can't lose you. We should base our whole deal around you. What do you think about hearing something like that? I like
4: the way that sounds. You know, <laughs> that's I, I. wish I'd hear that more often. You know, you don't really, you don't get to hear that, but you know that that means a lot coming from people in the industry. It means you're doing something right. But uh, that's the thing. You know, I love bass. Being at bass. And a bass master it's just the the organization makes the anglers you know that's the deal it's just being at bass is that's always been my goal it's been a dream since i was a kid and to i mean truly be blessed to be where i'm at today i mean words can't describe it it's just you just grew up fishing lawns and stuff and then fishing little tournaments and then you fished in college and then one day i just you know you blink and you and you're on the elite series somehow and it and it's it, Steve, it sounds crazy, but this is actually—I think I have to double check. My wife would know for sure, but I think this is my fifth year on the Elite Series, and I can't hardly believe that. I feel like last year was my rookie season. It's crazy how time flies. Oh, that makes that makes a lot of sense. How old are you now? I'm twenty-eight.
0: Twenty-eight. My yes, my goodness, it, it's absolutely amazing because you know I I I follow the guys. I enjoy watching the young guys come up. And it seems like whenever I talk to them now, and I ask how old are they, they go oh, I'm 33, I'm 32, and I, time goes by real quick. Uh, you're you're still in the 20s. You're one of the few guys that are still in the in the 20s, uh, which I find
4: absolutely amazing. I know it's. I feel like I'm getting older every day, and it's just, especially when you've been on the Elite series for five years. I mean, it's. It, it, you feel like you're still a rookie you know because you look up to everybody who's fishing you look up to all the veterans that are in the sport and you're like man well heck i've been there for five years now you see all these rookies and they're like looking to you that way sometimes and it's like well they're looking at me i'm like i i, I don't look at me as an example i feel like i'm still you know a rookie but it's, right right you've been for five years it's it says a lot
0: well talking about the importance of being in the Bassmaster master organization uh, Leads me to ask a question, which which is easy easy to imagine. But I assume that the classic is the the big target for you, and has always been. You you've fished four of them, but how important is that in Patrick Walter's brain and Patrick Walter's life to become a Bassmaster Classic champion?
4: Yeah, first. It was like, I hope I make it to the Classic. You know, you want to shoot for the Classic. Now, when you've kind of, you've been to the show. I mean, it's the upper echelon. It's the tournament. It's That's what you want as a bullet point under your name, is Bassmaster Classic Champion, a world champion. And after you get to your first couple, you know, the huge stage, the lights, the crowd, you know, it, it just gives you goosebumps thinking about it. You kind of, you get, it's a little like a shock and all kind of deal. And now that you have kind of been there, now the goal is like, all right, we got to get back every single year. That's the goal: maintain consistency. But we, the goal is, you know, when you write it, your goal for the year, it's Bassmaster Classic. That's what we're striving for. I wanna, I want Aoy in the Bassmaster Classic. I mean, because that's the biggest tournament bass fishing. And once you're a Classic Champion, your career's, you're set. You, you've made it when you've done that in bass fishing. I, I agree with that, but you know what? I, I,
0: I agree with it to a point, because knowing you and talking to you, I don't think that if you won one, you'd be okay, yeah. And you know, I said my career is set. Uh, I think you'd put into your head that your career would be set after you won the
4: second one. Oh, no, 100%. I would never be satisfied. You can never – got to take it in ways. I mean – you when you have that title next to your name, you know, classic champion. That's when you're like, okay, your career's like, okay, you're. I feel like you've then made it in professional fishing. But no, I would never be satisfied and settled with just one. And that because see, that's us bass fishermen. We're very picky. You know, you're. Oh man, I hope I just catch five fish today. And then you go out there and you catch you five, and you're like, man, I'd like to get to twenty pounds. And then you catch twenty pounds, and you're like, man, you know, I'd really like to get to twenty five. You know, we're never. We never settle. That's why you always just gotta keep striving. You know, keep your foot on the gas and keep going on, and you know, try to get to that next goal.
0: You know, fishing fans can be very, very fickle and very judgmental. And and, and if you win the one classic and you're sitting out there after a couple of years, you know there's gonna be people saying, "Oh, Patrick Walters, he's one of those guys." As they say, "Oh, even a blind squirrel can get an acorn every once in a while." Yeah, he got that one classic, and that was it. He's a flash in the pan. You got to
4: prove them wrong, hundred percent. That's why I always <laughs> say consistency pays the bills. Um, Isn't
0: that unfair though? Isn't that unfair that people can look at a classic winner and and and, and talk down on them?
4: It, that has happened a lot of times, but it's like, hey, at least they're a classic champion. That's right. <laughs> I, that, know, that, 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 that that there's only so many people that can say that. And you did mention angler of the year, and,
0: and to me, uh, I, I think it's, it's it's all wonderful. But that angler of the year is so important to me because it proves consistency. It proves uh, the best fishermen in the world compete for angler of the year. Yeah, there are guys that are great on certain techniques and, and, and certain methods, and, and there's guys that uh, shine when you go to a sh- uh, to a, a smallmouth factory as opposed to a largemouth factory. And, and they do better, and their odds of them winning a tournament are better. But to win Angler of the Year, you have to be good every time you put your boat in the water. And and that it's is hard to every do. Every single
4: day of the season. You can't have one mishap. And that's what's so tough about Angler of the Year. Because uh, for a lot of people who don't fish, you know, multi-day tournaments, especially at the least a four-day tournament, it's extremely hard to win four days on the water in an event in the Fast League really Series. And so to be consistent for four days and to beat all 100 guys, it's that times 100 to beat that same 100 guys for all nine events through the season. I mean, because you have to be consistent every time you get on the water. Every fish counts. Like, you look back, one three-pound fish six tournaments ago on day two, makes a difference from you winning to losing sometimes because that could have been five points that you jumped up. It's that big of a difference, and it's it's the small chances, you know, and so the goal is just be consistent throughout the season and just give yourself an opportunity to knock on that door. Excellent. Very,
0: very good. Uh, you know, I think it's great. You just come off of a, of a tournament fishing the elites. You were on, this, uh, on the Sabine River in uh, yep. in Texas. You finished 24th. Uh, which is a which is a good finish. You put a check for ten thousand dollars in your pocket. A- anybody listening to this who could get a ten thousand dollar paycheck for a, a week's worth of work would, would be certainly happy. I know you're not pleased with a twenty fourth place finish. Uh, are there any mistakes that you made that you could you would
4: correct if you had the chance to go back in time right now? Um, a little bit. But you know, I am pleased, and you always want to catch them better. Sometimes, um, the thing with the Sabine River is it's a tough fishery. Um, the the goal when we go to a, somewhere like that is to survive. Because um, look at Brandon Cobb; he he didn't have the tournament he wanted. He was leading at he fell back. Your Cook was up there. There's all the people I'm good friends with. It's you've got to survive the Sabine River. You know, you might have a chance to win, um, but the goal is to. They get a top 30 finish there. Um, we got great points there. We have 24. Um, I would like to take day two back. I started somewhere different and uh, didn't go to my fish until late in the day. I went late in the day, and it took me, I didn't start catching fish till 1230. And I finally caught my fifth one at like 205, and I was 45 minutes away from the ramp, and I was doing at 3 o'clock and had to leave there and run back. Um, and I ended up with only 5 pounds 9 ounces, which is, listen, just catching five fish there is, hard to do sometimes at the sabine river and we survived that was the good thing we made it in the day three but the goal there was to leave there with a pick you know with good points and then now it's uh kind of changed gears we got a month off kind of take a break a little bit get geared up for that northern swing because that's where you you, you got to stop on them that's where you got to catch big bags you got to we got to knock this out three top ten that's the goal Excellent, excellent. That's a that's a good uh, that's a good goal to,
0: to set for. Hey, month off. I, I no that's a, an aberration in the schedule. Uh, it, it's summer. I, there's an awful lot of families taking their vacations now. And they're going to places where they can go fishing in July. And July is not the best month of the year to go fishing. It's nice for a family vacation, do a little water skiing or whatever. And the weather's the weather is wonderful. Uh, how do you justify taking a month off uh, when when you're putting out a schedule like this, man? Uh, I I want to watch fishing. I want to watch
4: you guys on the weekend. I can't do it for four or five weeks. You're gonna have to go watch some old old shows then. You're gonna have to go back to YouTube and watch the previous ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my toes in the sand. I'm gonna relax for a little bit. I'm gonna enjoy the water um, and just kind of take some time off, take a breather. You know, we've had a real busy schedule um the last couple months so it's going to feel good to just kind of taking a break um, my wife and i were going to go on vacation as well and hey we're just going to enjoy some time off i'm going to spend some time on santee cooper um just enjoying the home pond as well um and, and do a little bit of fun fishing but like you said june and july it's uh, it's hot um so that's why i'm not going to really worry about fishing just kind of get geared up to that northern swing and get ready for the smallmouth in that that northern weather you're taking your wife on vacation. Let, let me guess, you're taking her uh, fishing on Guntersville for a week, right? <laughs> That's a big negative. We're <laughs> actually going to Turks and Caicos, and uh, I'm going to go to the Caribbean, and we're going to relax, and I probably won't touch a fishing rod.
0: That sounds wonderful. Will you be recognized on the beach? But hey, look at that! That's Patrick Walters, uh, the, the bass guy. I highly
4: doubt it. I'll be recognized on the I'll be recognized on the beaches of Santee Cooper when I'm at the sandbar this <laughs> weekend. But other than that, those will be from my the people I graduated high school with. But. Other than that, I will not be recognized in Turks and Caicos.
0: Well, that is fantastic. I hope you guys have a great time and you enjoy the month off. Hey, let, let's take a minute off here uh, to let our sponsors have a break. We can come back. We talk about your sponsors and your career and what's going on in the life of one of the best fishermen going. He is Patrick Walters. And we'll be right back with more Patrick Walters right after this.
2: For most anglers, the unexpected is expected, but what you can do is take matters into the seat of your, well, shorts. Meet Aftco's Overboard Shorts, winner of the iCast Best in category for technical clothing. Built with a 100% submersible pocket that keeps the unexpected dry docked for the other guy. Overboard keeps the good times rolling and your valuable safe for the next adventure. Overboard Shorts, from Aftco. Learn more at aftco.com slash overboard.
0: Bass anglers have heard it all when it comes to manufacturers having the best casting reel. While Daiwa can back it up with the Tatula SV. The Tatula SV has three key features that make it the most versatile casting reel on the market today. The SV spool is a lightweight aluminum spool allowing for long-control light lure casting. MAG-4Z gives you the option to set a precise casting range, no matter what lure or wind situation. The Daiwa T-Wing system reduces line angle and friction when casting. We're proud to celebrate 70 years of passion and commitment to making the best rides on earth, Saint Croix. Welcome back to Wee Fish ASA. I am Steve Sarley here with the one and only Patrick Walters. Hey, Patrick, uh, talking about your month off and vacation. This is uh, this is tougher. Uh, it sounds easier than you think. Yeah, hey, the guy gets a month off in the middle of the year. How easy is that? How wonderful is that? Well, they don't realize. You just come off of two tournaments in a row. Uh, you did National Professional Fishing League, which you happened to win, and immediately turned around and fished in a Bassmaster Elite on the Sabine River. You didn't even have any practice for the Sabine River, which is the hardest fishery on the schedule uh, from everything I read. How the heck do you do a tournament of this importance, of this uh, uh, you know amount of winnings available to you, without being able to put in the proper amount of practice?
1: Uh,
4: well, the good thing was I did get to practice for about two and a half days uh, because my dad, thankfully, you know, we we had to, the MPFL third day got pushed back to Sunday, and the Sabine River practice started on Monday. Yeah, and. Uh, We weighed in. We got done at probably like 5 o'clock in South Carolina on Sandy Cooper. And I put a lot of time into that one. You know, that was a lot of my focus was I wanted to get some redemption on the home pond. You know, Sandy Cooper's my home lake. I live here on the lake. And uh, I had a bad tournament. One of the worst tournaments I think I've had in a long time in the Elite Series event here a a month ago. And so I wanted to get redemption on it. And it really felt good to, you know, kind of put, you know, to put all the cards together, to have a great tournament, win the tournament. And uh, we, we won the tournament, and at 5 o'clock, I think it was like ended up being like 5.30, we got the truck packed, we left the boat landing here at John C. Land, got drawn, and took 13 and a half hours straight to Sabine, to Orange, Texas, and Dad drove me all the way through the night, I slept in the passenger seat, and uh, I woke up at like 5 a.m., I drove the last hour and a half in, we got to the house and, uh, in Orange, Texas at like 7 a.m., unpacked my stuff, Went to the donut shop, got me two donuts and a cup of coffee, got on the water that morning, and uh, got practicing. So we drove 14 hours straight through the night. Um, and so it really helps having your family there, having back and having support. Um, and the thing was, you know, we didn't really get to even think about, you know, the win at St. T. Cooper or to celebrate. You know, it's like, hey, we won a tournament. All my family was there. Got to hug everybody. Um, my wife, she did take the check home. Um, I don't even think I I got to touch it I think it got snatched right out of my hand It got put in hers And we got in the truck headed straight to orange And then uh, we went from catching 20 pounds in a single day To 20 pounds in three days Um, And it's just, it's hard to You kind of got to redo your tackle Redo your mindset, you know You're going from, hey, I got to catch a big bag I got to catch big fish at Santee Cooper To, all right, it's a bean, hey, we're going to catch 10 pounds We got to catch two pounders You know It's just changing your mindset from fishery to fishery. You know, both are extremely important events, but it's just making sure that you don't take one for granted. You can't let your foot off the gas. You're like, oh, I won last week. I can't just forget about this week. It's now i focus one day at a time. I don't look at the past. I'm not looking too far forward. It's just what am I doing today? And what is the day tomorrow that I have to plan for? And so once Santee Cooper got over, mindset switched to the Sabine River that afternoon wow. you know and it was just and so that's why now it's good we get we had two weeks back to back it's uh now we get time to unpack everything unpack the truck clean the boat up and just relax and take some time off you know kind of enjoy it for a little bit and then you have time to kind of switch everything over and gear yourself up for that northern swing you know we, we asked the hard questions here and and i don't want
0: you to hang it up and getting a feather with me for stepping over the line but you said you stopped uh, you, you got there, you stopped, to got a cup of coffee, two donuts. Here, here's, the, here's the one. You ready? What kind of donuts does a Patrick Walters prefer
4: when he stops on the road like that? You know, my favorite thing in Louisiana is all the small donut shops. And I'll tell you, it wasn't just two donuts. I got two kolaches. I got a full filled kolache and a sausage and cheese kolache and then two glazed. Original glazed donuts. Keep it simple and a straight black cup of coffee. All right, and I, and I just want you to remember that that uh, Steve from We
0: Fish ASA is the only guy to ever ask you on the air what kind of donuts <laughs> you prefer. That's a that's a going I get famous for the this honor, someday. The better. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable! Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, you know, and you said you said your wife's got the check. Is there any truth to the rumor I heard that? She wanted the trophy, and you said, "No, no, no! It's my trophy. You can have the check, but I'm keeping the trophy." Is that true?
4: <laughs>
0: it's somewhat true. I said, "I'm fishing for the trophy. She's <laughs> she's wanting the check." <laughs> ah, that is that is absolutely fantastic. Hey, I, we're talking. I, I I said earlier. I said that uh, when you're on the beach at Turks and Caicos, are they say, "Hey, look, there's Patrick Walters." I know they're not doing that, but when you're fishing on Santee Cooper like at the uh, NPFL tournament that you just won in huge fashion,
4: everybody on the
0: water knows who you are, right?
4: Absolutely, yeah. They, they recognize the boat. They see you. And uh, that's why uh, I'm going to be definitely doing some fun fishing in the next month or so here in the lake. But uh, I'm going to be fishing out of the John boat, so I'm probably going to be a little incognito, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. But for,
0: from everybody on the water knowing who you are and wanting to – well, first of all, they want to watch you. You know, they're they're big fans of yours. They, then they want to see what you're throwing. They want to see where you're going. Is it problematic when all the fans know who you are and are following you? Or did they give you more leeway because they love you so much, they want to make sure they're in no way
4: interfering with your work? Uh, it's actually probably about... Half and half, maybe probably not even half and half. It's a majority of people. Everybody's very curt, especially all the anglers in the MPFL and all the locals and stuff. And every now and then, I don't think anybody does it intentionally, but they will kind of. They'll see what you're doing, and they'll, they learn from it. Yeah, it, make, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh,
0: I know it could be, and you can't. You can't say anything. Uh, you're you're a public figure. Uh, you know, you can't be yelling. Get the hell out of out of here! You're 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 throwing on my spot. You you can't do it. You have to treat it. Uh, you have to be like a politician, or even uh more polite than politicians are in these days day and age with would dealing with the public. But it's it's got to be tough because I imagine that it might be accidental, but uh, uh somebody could cross over the line, get a little too close to you, cross in front of you, uh. I don't know what you what you do about that if that's the case when something like that happens.
4: It's just always better to take the high road, you know. I mean, it's you, when you're in the spotlight, you're always judged on your actions, whether it's a good action or a bad action. So it's just it's always better to take the high road, just kind of try to do the right thing. That's how I look at it. I mean, when somebody's on the water, or somebody cuts you off. I typically just pick my trolling motor up and I'll just go somewhere else. You know, I'm not gonna if somebody wants a spot that bad, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to interfere with it. It's going to hang with you for the rest of your life. Uh, you know, oh,
0: Patrick Walters—he's a guy that, that bitched out that fan for coming too close to him. And man, there's video all over the place on social media. Patrick Walters yelling at that guy.
4: Nothing you can do about it. You you definitely need to just walk away. Absolutely. You know they they do say there's um, no publicity. No. Bad publicity is still good publicity. No, there's no such thing as bad publicity, but there is, you know, you do, you don't want to get a bad reputation. Oh, um, and then that's the thing. It's you want to you want to you want to lead as an example. You want to set an example by leading the people watching you. You know, you want to be like, hey, this is how you should act accordingly. When somebody sees you on the water, it's you know, when I mean, because a lot of the kids, a lot of the high school people, college fishermen, they they watch the elites. And then if I see two guys getting in a fight on the water, they're going to be like, oh, that's what that's what they do, you know? Sure. And so when they see that an example, I'm like, oh, well, he, he took the high road, you know, he's like, well, he, that guy cut him off and he was like, okay, like, like, hey, man, maybe we should we could share the spot or you can come back afterwards. Like, hey, give it to me for a little bit. And then you come back, hey, like, I beat you here first. And like, just talk it out and just lead by example. That's the biggest thing. And just we all do it the right way and then it, it, it'll – for generations, it'll be better for fishing. Oh, for that's sure. that's the biggest thing with as many people that are fishing nowadays and many boats that are on the water. You know, back in the day, there was only 50 boats on the entire lake. Now it's hundreds of boats. And you just, you want to make sure you give somebody their time on spot. You know, if they were there first, it's, you know, give them some leeway, you know, start, start down from them, let them fish the spot. And then when they leave, you can kind of go and fish it as well. Um, but it's just, you know, you're not, you don't need to be bumper to bumper.
0: Making the same cast. Oh, it's it's amazing. You look at it. Uh, uh, you know, you're you're a class act. You've worked hard to be a class act. But I said before, social media, everything you say or do is is being recorded, uh, whether it's uh, by uh, the tournament organization itself or it's by the fans and the next boat over. It's it's saved for posterity. And there's a lot of stuff you don't want saved. And like other sports, say baseball or football, you're out there participate in the game, and, and unless you're mic'd up, which is not very often, uh, unless you're mic'd up, nobody's hearing what you're saying. You could be cursing and swearing and saying, "I man, I can't, you, you you just heard another guy just caught a big fish. You could be saying, I can't stand that son of a, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Everything you say is getting broadcast. Everything in baseball, football, it's nothing until they get interviewed after the game. Your whole workday is, is open to the public.
4: Absolutely,
0: that's scary,
4: isn't it? It is scary because I mean, when you're on the water, I mean, it's yeah, it, it, you <laughs> you gotta watch what you say because you could say one thing and it's and it could be a problem. Oh my god! So yeah, yeah. When you're mic'd up, like it, no matter what you do, it's live, and you got to remember that.
0: Tell me about the National Professional Fishing League. It came up uh, kind of out of nowhere as the third major player after uh, Major League Fishing and Bassmaster. You get the National Professional Fishing League. Seems to be running a nice circuit. You seem to be doing well. When did you hook up with them, and why?
4: Uh, I hooked up with them last year. Was my first year fishing with them. You know, this is their third year, and I watched them the first year. Because I was like, oh, this is a new league. It's pretty interesting. I was fishing the opens that year. And I enjoy fishing as much as possible. I make my living on the water truly with a rod and reel. I make up living cash and checks. Um, that's how I like to make a living. I like making it by, you know, doing well in tournaments and stuff like that. And I saw the league that first year they had a good year, and I was like, Man, it, it looks like a good time. Um, they have fifty thousand dollar first place, and I was like, I, I, I'm going to try it, you know. And so last year was my first year I fished it. Um, I only was able to fish five of the six. Still had a great year. I ended up winning one of the tournaments at Watts Bar. And so it was, I love the the way they do things. There's room for in the industry with as many people that are fishing at a professional level nowadays. And there's many people that fish fast fishing in tournaments and stuff. And so there's room for all the organization, all organizations to thrive, you know, the, the, the pie is that large. Nobody should really be competing. We, they can all work together, and you can all fish, and that's why I like it. You know, I'm fishing the Bassmaster Elite Series, which is, that's my job. That's my sole focus, and then I'm also fishing the National Professional Fishing League. It's kind of what I do for fun. It's, um, I, I, I fish it, you know, to make a living, to provide for my family. Um, that's my job, and I really enjoy fishing with them. They run a great organization, a great trail. All the anglers are great fishermen. And it's very family oriented. Um, it's, a, it's a good fellowship of guys. And it just it's a small field this year. They had some scheduling conflictions. A lot of people went to the Opens and then they changed some things around and they changed the purse to 100 grand first place. And uh, I'm not going to lie, Steve, I do like that. <laughs> 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 and that opens a lot of people's eyes. And the amount of phone calls and attention that I've had from winning that Sankey Cooper tournament to how many elite guys are going to be fishing there next year. I can promise you, they're going to fill the field next year, and uh, there's probably going to be ten to fifteen Elite Series guys fishing it as well. Yeah, I like uh, I, I like they're, them. They're it's a, it's a, a nice
0: group. I like the management. Uh, it seems to be doing well. <laughs> Hell, they've uh, they, they've they've tripped a couple of times, but you know what? Uh, they they shake it off and they come back and learn from their mistakes, which is about all you can expect.
4: Well, absolutely, it's a new league, and and that's what you expect. You know, you're going to hit bumps in the road, but it's how you handle that. And see, that's what that's what I liked is, you know, they have made some wrong turns somewheres in some places, but they come out, they talk to all the anglers like, hey, this is where we messed up. This is what we're going to do. This is why we made that decision. We thought it was the right call at the right time, but this is what we're going to do. And they were like, they were upfront about it. And that's why I'm still fishing the National Professional Fishing League, because they make the right calls. They're open about it. And they're they're doing things for the right reasons. They're, they're going in the right direction, and uh, I think that's why they're going to thrive in the industry. Um, and they're not competing with Bassmaster or with MLF. There's enough room for all of them. Right. And that's why I. Fit. It's a uh, it's a great organization. I love bass. I'm never going to leave bass. And I love fishing the MPFL. It's a uh, it's they're both bass fishing, but. They're two different, completely different things, and that's why I love fishing them. Excellent
0: explanation, and I'm sure they're very proud to have you affiliated with their organization. Man, thanks for being with us. I appreciate uh, you taking the time out to do this. uh, Coming off of uh, two tough weeks, Uh, Santee Cooper, big win with NPFL and a nice appearance at the Sabine River for Bassmaster Elite. Going to take a little time off. I will, I'm sure I will see you down at ICAST in Orlando in July. Absolutely. Actually, Steve,
4: I'll be there. Thank you for having hey, me. I'm looking forward to ICAST. And then straight from ICAST, we've got to book it up north to Edna Saginaw. You know what I'm looking for at ICAST? I, I'm going to I'm gonna
0: locate you, and you and I are going to find the best donuts in Orlando. How's that?
4: <laughs> hey, I'm down for that. I think I can handle that,
0: Steve. I look Steve, forward. That's, my, that's a fact. Oh, that is great. Patrick Walters, thanks for being with us. Good luck. Keep up the great work. Patrick thank Walters. You. Thank isn't, you, isn't he something else? Patrick Walters. That wraps up this week's edition of the We Fish ASA podcast. It's the best art fishing show on the radio or the internet in the country. I'd like to thank today's guests. Our surprise visitor from St. Croix. Wonder who we'll have on next week. They visited with the. Jonathan Johns from Bass Breaks. Wow, that's an interesting invention. got to learn more about those. Jonathan Johns. I enjoyed talking with uh, Patrick Walters. Great fisherman, great interview, and uh, an aficionado of the donut world. We're going to go have donuts with him in Florida in July. Patrick Walters. I'd like to thank today's sponsors. St. Croix. They are the best rods on Earth. Calcutta, makers of a line of products that fits your fishing lifestyle and passion, and Iowa. We've got your bass covered. Boy, oh boy, they sure do. Diawa reels. Don't forget, we've got a new episode of our one-hour podcast every week. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. You can write to us, or you can listen to the podcast at our website, wefishasa.com. If you like what you hear, please let us know. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, or someone we ought to have on the show, let us know that, too. I am Steve Surley, my partner's Dave Krantz. We'll see you next week, now let's go fishing!
2: I'm professional angler, Kevin Van Dam, and people always ask me, what's the best and easiest way to catch fish? Well, that's simple. Keep our waterways clean and free of litter. You know, tossing your worn out lures in the lake is not a winning move. Pitch them in the trash. Do your part and join me. Visit KeepAmericaFishing.org and pledge to pitch it.